0: Full circle. Full circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360 degree look at womanhood. It's our voice. Our perspective. It's what we care about. And it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. We are back. Thank you so much for staying with the program and thank you to my guests from Sacramento Sister Circle and BWAPA. Breaking down their 2020 voter guide, we need to make informed decisions about who and how we're voting this election season, not just nationally, but there are a lot of local races and ballot initiatives that we need to consider as well. So make sure you are doing your homework and your research on what needs to be voted on so we can better our community. Your vote does count. Now it's October, and you know what happens in October, among many things. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I am always happy to have my next guest on the show because I. It, this is an organization that I closely watch and I want to support in any way I can, and that's Carrie's Touch. And we have the co-founder and president, Reverend Tammy Denise, who I love having on the show here once again joining me to tell you what's going on in the world of Carrie's touch and how they are serving the community thank you so much reverend tammy for being here i always enjoy having you
1: thank you thank you thank you it is so good to be in the house again
0: i am glad you're here and i have not laid eyes on you since you did your ted talk Oh, congratulations. I was so proud of you. I enjoyed your talk. It ran me through the gamut of emotions. But I was so proud of you. And I'm so proud to say I know somebody that actually graced the TED stage (laughs) and did a wonderful job just getting your message across about mm. your son. And, yeah. you know, it was so beautiful. Family, that is on the TED page forever, or, or it's available. Yeah. So mm-hmm. please go out if you haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. In fact, I will post a link on the Full Circle Facebook page so you can check it out because it was mm. phenomenal. Mm. And and so I, I wanted to congratulate you in person. Um And just, just, I think you're amazing.
1: Oh, God is amazing. And I just thank you for... um receiving what I had to share that day. You know, I, people know me more widely as a preacher and as the uh, this big breast cancer advocate. Um, and I don't talk a lot about my son and his tragic murder and untimely death. And then I did it on a TED stage. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> raw, <laughs> raw, full of emotions. Um, it was a beautiful experience. And I pray that it's an opportunity for Black women and all women and men Mm -hmm. to release toxic strength. Mm. You know, for this audience, I'll just say, you know, I define toxic strength as pretending that everything is okay when you're really, really, really dying and crumbling out on the inside. And not necessarily because that's what you wanna do, but the pressure of other people Mm. that expect you to be in a certain place and feel a certain way So release all of that because that is toxic strength. I say if being strong were a badge, I'd gladly give it back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this is an area we're talking uh, about Carrie's touch and breast cancer awareness and how you're serving the community in that area. Mm -hmm. And those two things go hand in hand in releasing that Mm -hmm. because even in healing. Yep your healing will be severely impacted if you're not letting go of those things.
1: Absolutely.
0: Those pressures from other people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, my father in ministry said to me, um, every sermon that you preach, you'll preach it to yourself first. Hmm. And as I was preparing for that Ted talk and I was preparing to just be vulnerable and lay it out, out on the stage, I was also going through my own next level of healing and releasing toxic strength. It took everything in me to prepare. It takes about six months to prepare for that 13 minute talk. And when I tell you there were moments while on that stage that I said, I can't do it, it's too much. The weight of it was too much. But what I had to say to myself, which was in my own words that I was sharing in those moments, was that I was worthy of the release so that's that good. I could heal
2: that's
1: myself. Good. Whether anybody else got healing from it, I could heal. So um, yeah, that was a beautiful experience and, and I'm grateful and honored to have had it.
0: Reverend Tammy, you're friend to the show, but if there's anyone new that's listening, can you introduce yourself to yeah. the audience, please?
1: Yeah, um, I'm on this Maya Angelou kick and um, I am connecting very closely with her saying I come as one but I stand as Mm 10,000 and so as I introduce myself not only am I introducing myself I I'm introducing those tens of thousands of women that will never be able to stand in my shoes and I get to represent every day locally nationally and around the world so my name is Reverend Tammy Denise I am a daughter. I am a mother. I am a friend. I'm a healer. I'm a lover. I am known in the community as a preacher and as a breast cancer advocate. But most of all, I'm a child of God. I just am a country girl from Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Trying to make my mark and make God proud of my time that I get to spend here.
0: Now you also are a survivor (laughs) of breast cancer. Oh yeah,
1: that part. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I am a 16-year breast cancer survivor. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And so you are co-founder and president of Carrie's Touch.
1: (laughs) Go on, tell the story. (laughs) So I'm co-founder and president of Carrie's Touch. I am also an author, an Amazon uh, bestselling author uh, my book, The Power of Hope. That was my first release of uh, talking about my son's murder publicly. Mm-hmm. So you can find that under The Power of Hope Reclaiming Your Victory After Tragedy. Um, I'm a TED Talk speaker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's, all, she's all the things. People, she is all. The
1: things. I, I wear a few hats. I don't like to say. Uh, what does it say? Jack up Wall oh, Trade master, master None. none. I don't like that face. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to master a few of them. Right. <laughs> Yeah, master of none doesn't
0: serve us. Doesn't work. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we're kicking off Breast Cancer Awareness Month uh, with Carrie's Touch and all of the phenomenal work that you're doing. Um, you you were here last year and you talked about Project Soar, which was a and um, this you're in phase two now, but that was a project that was aimed towards women who had uh, dealt with breast cancer. And it was a survey that was funded by UCLA, or in, it was in conjunction with UCLA, uh, right? Yes,
1: it was in conjunction with UCLA. Yes, yeah. so Project SOAR, Speaking Our African American Realities, is a research project that we partnered with um, UCLA with. It was actually funded by the California Breast Cancer Research Program. UCLA is our academic partner. And last year, we did the live events um, where we, we gathered women in a room And we gave them permission to talk about their breast cancer journey. Mm -hmm. What's unique about this project is that all of the women have to be African-American or black, however they want to identify on the diaspora. But this is FUBU, For Us, By Us. This Mm -hmm. is a research project that is spearheaded by Carrie's Touch. Even though UCLA is our academic partner, this is a community-driven research project. From those live gatherings, we listened to hours upon hours upon hours of recordings of these women's words. And then we developed an online survey to find out where are the similarities in the stories that the women are telling. What we ultimately want to do is a few things. One is we want to humanize the black woman in this breast cancer space. We want to give her a voice and we want to give her agency, right? Then we want to humanize her experience. A lot of times doctors and even community and family members talking about toxic strength, girl, you strong, you got this, you can do this. And sometimes you want to go, no, Mm -hmm. I don't. So we gave them space to say, no, I don't. It's too much. Too much is too much. And we're looking at the concept of the strong black woman. You know, every time I go in the room and I speak about it, I ask uh, how many strong black women are in this room? Almost unanimously, everybody raises their hand and they raise it from different perspectives. And that's all good. We're looking at these facets or concepts of the strong black woman that are both positive and negative. The negative side is caring for everybody else before you care for yourself. And then you leave yourself literally gasping for air while you're alone at midnight, crying out to God for help. The positive side of it is because my mama did, because my mama could, I can. And that's a beautiful thing. That's the part of the strong black woman that we wanna carry forward. And we wanna liberate our mamas and grandmamas because they couldn't say no by us saying no. So it's given black women an opportunity and space to talk about their journeys as black women with breast cancer. Statistically, it shows we don't get the resources that are available to us. Mm -hmm. We're not even asked to participate in clinical trials. Not only is participation low, just in general, doctors don't even ask. You know, uh, they don't even look to see if there's a clinical trial available. We're not told about support network. Well, and and sometimes we are, but it's not support that looks like us, that feels like us, that understands us. When you are sick and when you are hurting, you don't want to have to go explain who you are. You know, you don't want to have to explain, okay, I know all my hair is about to fall out but I want some long purple braids in my hair the day before all my hair is about to fall out. Because if that's what you need to do to get through this, you don't want to have to explain that. What you want to do is be in a room with people that say, sis, I understand. I know what you've been through. I've been there. And look at me. I'm on the other side of it. So if I can come on the other side of it, I can hold your hand and bring you along so you can get through too. That's what Project SOAR is about. In addition to that, it's, it's creating protocols within the medical community that says, when you encounter an African-American or black patient, here are some steps that you must take to make sure that that patient is getting what she needs, she or he needs to navigate this process effectively. I'm tired of doctors, well, I'm tired of hearing patients say that doctors gave them this gloom and doom fate instead of giving them hope. My doctors didn't think I was going to be alive in five years, and I'm I'm approaching 16 years, but it's not because they encouraged me. Mm -hmm. It's because God had a call on my life to do this work, and God put people in my life to hold my hand and to guide me so that I could then go stand as 10,000
0: she didn't drop the mic and we can go now I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say it all. that is really powerful that when people deal with their doctors they've gotten a diagnosis and their doctor gives them the gloom and doom they don't like to share that with others And so they can get this counter effect of what the doctor is saying too. And that's what carries touch as a a body is that support system for you, for black women and men Mm -hmm. who have been diagnosed with breast cancer to have that outlet, that place to go Mm -hmm. to release and to have people walk alongside them that look like them. And, And that the biggest part of the healing journey is having faith and hope in the people that are supposed to be helping heal you, you know? (laughs) You know, and if they, if you can't have faith and hope in them, you got to have something right? because we all know that your outlook is a big part of your healing.
1: Right. Yeah. And Ms. Wanda, before the folks come for me, let me just say this. I am not saying that all doctors are bad. My oncologist was amazing, even though he didn't think I was going to live five years. What I did and the reason I can stay in here today and say he's amazing. And if I were ever diagnosed with cancer again, I'd go right back to him specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm The reason I can say that is because I taught him how to treat me. But that's because I walked into his office empowered. I walked into his office unafraid. I was not afraid of him. I wasn't afraid of cancer. And I wasn't afraid of anything else they had to say. What I knew was that God told me I was going to live. So I had to do my work and figure out what that looked like, how I partner with God to live. Cause now I don't want folks going to say, I'm praying to Jesus mm-hmm. and Jesus is going to take this away. Ish. Yeah. Sometimes God will do a miracle mm-hmm. and that's all you got to do is mm-hmm. just the miracle and praying that happens for most of us. We got to do the work and my work was educating myself and connecting myself and my inner circle to empower us to walk into that doctor's office, a in charge and be on purpose. Everybody that came into my the doctor's office with me, they had a role. Some had speaking roles. Most had listening roles. Some were writing. Others were recording. Others were praying. So we had our top three concerns or questions we wanted to address with the doctor. So he knew we were about business. We weren't trying to waste his time and we weren't trying to belittle him. We understood that he's gone to medical school. So that's fine. But you've never served me specifically as a patient. So what I wanna do is educate you on me, you educate me on cancer, Mm -hmm. and let's partner Mm -hmm. to save my life.
0: And that's so good that you had your team prepared before you got there. Because a lot of times what happens is people will show up with their loved ones out of fear. Mm -hmm. And every question is fearful. And every question is, you know, when it's based in fear, it sounds like it's attacking or it's you can hear the fear in their voice. And then the doctors will end up getting defensive. So then you create this atmosphere of just toxicity and, and, and fear and no one's getting any answers because you're defensive, you're accusatory, but you're really scared. You're scared. I know when my doctor told me I had cancer, nothing, I could hear nothing else. Nothing. I could hear nothing else. And then I went out, went to the surgeon and he was like, your surgery's two weeks out. And in my mind, I'm screaming like, what do you mean? two weeks? I have, can't like get this out now. Right. I didn't have the words to say that. Right. And I was all alone. Right. So I like the fact that even in any, not just cancer family, any situation that yeah. you have a serious medical issue, concern or issue, or you're facing something, have, the, I love that having mm. that family member or Absolutely. people equipped that can come and help you. Because you also, as the patient, have to navigate this illness. Yes. So you need other people that can hear the words. Because, yes.
2: uh, you, you know, again, hear.
0: tuned out. When she said it, it's stage two thyroid cancer, I didn't hear nothing else. So she could have been talking for another five minutes and I didn't hear anything. So you need that person to listen. You need that person to describe and come back to you and say, no, this is what you, the doctor said, you know. Yeah. So I
1: love that you did that. Absolutely. And that's what we teach our our patients. You know, we teach them that very same strategy. Mm -hmm. And so the person that goes into the doctor's office that is the orator, they can say, you know, well, my mom, my sister, my cousin, she's scared, understandably. Mm -hmm. We're all scared. And we're just trying to understand what this all means. Can you just slow down a little bit and use layman's terms? Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand what you're saying. I want you to spell the medical terms, scribe, right? Spell it, define it, but then talk to us in, in just regular, because we don't get it. That's not belittling to anybody in the room. I don't care how many degrees you have. Yeah. If you don't have an oncology degree, you don't know what the doctor's talking about because for most of us, the, the most we've ever engaged with cancer is after that loved one has gotten the diagnosis for most of us. So it's about empowering the patient, empowering the patient's tribe so that that patient can not only live, but live well. Mm-hmm. We want well living. I know so many women who are alive. But they are not well. Mm. They're not mentally well. They're not emotionally well. They're not spiritually well. And we want us to be able to live well. We deserve that simply because God said so. God said, I came to give you life and to give it more abundantly. That's a promise from God. God, we're holding you to it, right? But we got to do our part.
0: And that's why Carrie's Touch comes alongside (coughs) you. So if anyone has a diagnosis, received a diagnosis, again, male or female, black, male or female, Mm -hmm. Um, or can their loved ones reach out to you as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. We
1: love we, So let me just, let me give the the disclaimer. Our target audience is black females diagnosed with breast cancer. But just like cancer does not discriminate, neither do we. So anybody can call us. What we know about well is black women mm-hmm. diagnosed with breast cancer. And then secondarily, black men... Diagnosed with breast cancer, and then black women in general, and then anybody diagnosed with it. You know what I'm saying? Because
0: at the end of the day, cancer is cancer. Cancer
1: is cancer, sis. Yeah, cancer is cancer, and that's what we are here to to help people navigate that process. And family members. There's sometimes we 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 work with family members and not really work with the 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 patients. I've got a patient. Uh, right now, who is I want to say she's not she's 89 or 90. I primarily talk to her daughter. Every once in a while, I got to talk to mom also, so that that tough stuff daughter doesn't have to get involved in it. I get to say tough stuff. I get to go home, and they can find their harmony. That's important. It's very important to keep harmony because everybody's scared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: We're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Reverend Tammy Denise, co-founder and president of Carrie's Touch. We are kicking off Breast Cancer Awareness Month with the conversation and how you can hear more about Carrie's Touch and how you can get involved and help support them as well. It's full circle. We'll be right back.
1: Like what you hear? Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. She's empowering women through conversation. She's Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. We
0: are back. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, having a conversation with my guest, Reverend Tammy Denise, co founder and president of Carrie's Touch. Carrie's Touch is a breast cancer support organization. And you can support them by visiting their website, carriestouch.org. And that is C-A-R-R-I-E-S touch.org. Also follow them on social media at carries Touch. One of the things, Reverend Tammy, that you mentioned that you definitely want to make sure we talked about, and that was bone health.
1: Yes. So, um, you know, we are not monolithic people, so nothing happens in a vacuum. And we try to bring to the forefront an understanding about comorbidities. That means additional diseases that come along either alongside a cancer diagnosis or after a cancer diagnosis. And so we wanna raise awareness because what tends to happen is cancer comes into our lives and it rules our lives. And there are sometimes underlying diabetes, hypertension, other illnesses that we have to address. Last year, we were raising awareness around heart disease, Mm -hmm. reminding folks to get your exercise, drink your water, get your proper rest, you know, uh, take care of, you know, your psychological wellness, mental and emotional wellness. And this year, we are looking at bone health. We are in partnership with an organization. It's a prostate health cancer organization based in Boston, Massachusetts. They're called FEN. Prostate Health Education Network, and they looked at the commonality of osteoporosis in black men who were also prostate cancer survivors. Their physicians saw similarities in black women with breast cancer and osteoporosis. We partners, they said we don't want to do breast cancer. Uh-huh. We want you to do breast cancer. We're gonna do prostate cancer, mm-hmm. and let's look at increasing bone health in Black women. The statistics are: um, Black women are more likely to actually break bones and be diagnosed with osteoporosis than white women are. You know, yet oh, wow. again, something else that we're the leaders in. Mm-hmm. So what we are doing is looking at breast cancer because but with breast cancer, depending on the type of cancer you were diagnosed with, you need your body to suppress estrogen, mm-hmm. which helps make strong, healthy bones. Mm-hmm. So when we look at it in correlation to breast health and breast cancer, we want to make sure that breast cancer survivors, if you've been diagnosed with breast cancer, to go get a bone density scan. It's called a DEXA scan or bone density. What that scan does is looks at your bones and looks at the health of your bones and gives you a marker as to where you are with your bone health. And it'll let you know whether or not you are um, kind of pre-osteoporosis, osteoporosis, or your bones are good. And then you can govern yourself accordingly. You know, that saying goes, We do better when we know better, right? So let's get that knowledge up. Our people perish for lack of knowledge. Let's get our knowledge up about our bone health. If you don't have breast cancer, if you find that your bones are hurting, ask your doctor for a bone density scan. Maybe there's something going on there. Making sure that we are um, increasing our vitamin D. Black people, we don't get enough sun. You know, they can't tell by our skin, Mm -hmm. but we don't get enough sun. And then now that we're in the midst of COVID-19, quarantining, staying in a lot, vitamin D levels are much lower uh, than they have been in years for a lot of black people. So taking those vitamin D supplements, making sure we're eating our green leafy vegetables, making sure that we are trying our best to go out and get as much sunlight as we possibly can. And then using calcium supplements as well to help the, the vitamin D, our bodies absorb the vitamin D. So that is where we are right now this year in our push on bone health. One of the activities that we decided to do Because if we get on a Facebook Live and say, hey, y'all, let's talk about bone health. Uh (laughs) Excuse my uh, language. Ain't nobody coming. Right. (laughs) Nobody coming. Ain't nobody coming. (laughs) So we thought, how the heck, in the midst of a pandemic, do we talk about bone health? You know, we initially thought, oh, yeah, we'll go to the Essence Festival. Uh We'll go to Black Girls Rock and we'll just, you know, start getting the word out. No, no. (laughs) Ain't nothing happening None of that happening right now So our social media team and I created Black Family Trivia Night And when I tell you, Miss Wanda It has been every ounce of fun you thought you wanted and never knew you needed We laugh, people talk trash They come for me, they come (laughs) for our host. Kathleen Meredith of Fat Girls Dance, she is our host, and she is a crack up. And then that whole team, they've all been friends for a long time, and I tell you, it is live, all the way live. And then in the midst of that, in the midst of the trivia, we incorporate the bone and breast health. And they get prizes. They win mm-hmm. prizes. Everybody wants a free prize. It's yeah. a free game. You don't have to pay to enter. Yeah. And you get prizes, good prizes. <laughs> so um, that is our, our effort and our outreach uh, regarding bone health.
0: That's a good way to do it, to mm-hmm. slip it into something that's fun. Mm-hmm you know, slip in that education. So the, the, the trivia night, which I have missed two already. I promise I, right. I don't want three. Yeah. We just
1: had our third one.
0: Right. So I don't want to <laughs> miss another one. But family, you can join in on the trivia night. It's the first Friday of every month. Mm-hmm. And you can go to Carrie's Touch social media for all the details That's right. to figure out how to sign up. Let's talk about some other events that you're doing. You're ongoing as well as highlighting this month of October. I know you're doing a cooking class as
1: well. Oh, absolutely. So uh, again, in the midst of COVID, we were trying to figure out how on earth do we connect with our community in COVID. Because this so- is
0: the month that you guys normally are at every church, every Sunday, right? Yeah, you know, out there spreading the yep. word, doing yep. other events. So yep. yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And, and so that's our celebration of life tour. Okay. And so it's going to be celebration of life, the virtual edition. Mm -hmm. So we're still going to be in the community. Okay. We are um, just going to be doing it virtually. So today after we leave here, we're going to be hopping over to the AKA annual pink hat and pink heels event. And then it just keeps going. So check our website, check our Facebook page, We've got tons of events coming up, uh, coming up down the down the pipeline, and I want to make sure and highlight uh, one in particular. On October 22nd, we're doing a breast health panel with Dignity Health, and then on October 24th, we get to uh, provide 15 free mammograms mm. to women who are under underinsured or uninsured and in need of a mammogram. Those are going to be first-come, 1st serve basis. So if you are in need of a mammogram, please reach out to us at info at org immediately to get on the list.
0: So you guys have got a lot of events. You do stuff year-round, but this, you know, is your... Celebration of Life Tour, virtual this time, Mm -hmm. Um, got an event today with the AKAs and other events throughout the month. You mentioned wanting to talk about other resources Mm -hmm. for breast cancer patients who have been impacted by COVID. I know the work that you do is supporting those patients. And I'm sure at this time with COVID that your clientele is being impacted in a major way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We have been fortunate to receive funding from several sources, uh, from Amgen, from Dignity Health, from Seattle Genetics, um, to specifically to support patients uh, impacted by COVID, which means all of us, right? Mm -hmm. So there is criteria there. You do have to be a breast cancer uh, patient, survivor, and you gotta show proof. You know, unfortunately, there are some dishonest people yeah. that will come take necessary funds from people going through a breast cancer uh, uh, diagnosis just because they're greedy. So you will have to show proof that uh, you have had a, a breast cancer diagnosis. And then if you say, hey, you know, I've got a light bill for $275 and I just don't have $275. You got to show us the light bill mm-hmm. for $275. right. right? right. So they will have to show proof for their request, but we did try to make this process very simple and very easy. I remember as a breast cancer patient that when I was going through it, it was the last thing you want to do is go through a whole lot of red tape. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, dishonest people don't make that process easy for us so that you do have to fill out an application, provide necessary proof. And that's pretty pretty much it. You know, for, for the most part, women can get up to... I don't want to say the up to because everybody yeah. will ask for the up to. Right, right. We got an up to <laughs> yeah. number, you know. And then in special cases, sometimes you know we can go a little bit above that. So,
0: mm-hmm. and this is a service you provide all the time. We provide not just all- during COVID.
1: That is very, very, very true. And you know what I love about this opportunity with COVID is that next year when we go back to these sponsors, we will show them a where we where and how we spent the money, and b show them that we do this every year. Mm-hmm. So we wanna make sure that we have the resources to be able to do this all year like we're doing it. So far, we've supported people with their mortgages, we've supported folks with car payments, um, we've supported folks with groceries, with medicine, with co-pays. We supported even um, a patient who is currently in school and at the end of her school journey and was in jeopardy of not being able to enroll in her final class because she lost her job due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, we, we were su- able to support her with her education. You know, people might say, Oh, I thought th- these were cancer patients. They are cancer mm-hmm. patients. They and still got to
0: li- live. They, they still, still got to live.
1: Right. And you know, the, this patient is still in active treatment, mm-hmm. um, but she still has a life and yeah. she still gets to live the most that we, you know, the majority of our resources do tend to go to smaller um, things like that, you know, and then with these um, uh, outreach events that we've been doing, we call it our COVID stimulus package. Mm. (laughs) So (laughs) folks that participate, you know, they'll get $25 gift card here, $25 gift card there. Mm -hmm. But it's part of the COVID stimulus package, and it's $25 you didn't have before you started this this, uh, the, the fun event. Right. Right. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. What are some of the other ways that you support patients? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we know financially you, you help them. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other things that you do to support, uh, breast cancer patients and survivors?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we've talked, um, so Carrie's touch, uh, as a whole, we're awareness education, advocacy research and support and we do that through teaching outreach understanding caring healing which is touch mm-hmm. and so you know we've talked about the awareness uh, and education and kind of what we're doing mm-hmm. with not just bone health but breast health as well we've talked about support that we you know with regard to to COVID. we've talked about research which is project soar advocacy is you can bet your bottom dollar that we are in the capital, we are writing letters, making sure that um, uh, resources such as Medicare remain available for patients who need it and it remain uh, intact so that what they need, they can get. We are huge advocates all all the time for equality for black patients specifically. I get to be at the table when people are talking about legislation and I get to say, how does this impact the African-American community and communities of color? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's advocacy. And then healing, <clears throat> it's really that other side of the emotional aspect of a breast cancer journey, right? We just talked about paying for supporting a a student Mm -hmm. with her paying for her last class. We've got to remember that we are still alive. You know, I tell patients and families all the time, don't mourn the loss of your loved one who's still right here next Mm. to you breathing. That's good. Live and create new memories while they're alive. And then when they've passed their torch, then you can grieve their loss. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the healing part of it. And, you know, I talked a little bit earlier about living and living well. You know, everybody is going to heal differently. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to heal on a different timeline. And we are here to say yes. You know, so when they say, am I doing this right? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I feel like I'm doing this wrong. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, well, what should I be doing that? Whatever that is. Right. Right. Giving them permission to just be. And mm-hmm. saying it's okay. So that is really, I mean, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it
0: is. it um,
1: is. And that's a lot with an organization that until a few years ago uh, functioned under $100,000. Mm. Under $100,000. Just a few years ago. And we just celebrated our 14th anniversary.
0: Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, again, you said it, you had a calling on your life to do this work. So whenever there's a calling, whenever God, when you're walking the path that God has placed you on, he's going to provide. That's right. Right. You might have to jump through some obstacles or some hoops or things like that. But at the end of the day, and those may be just provided to to give you some lessons in the journey. Right. But. Ultimately, he's going to provide for you. I'm going to ask you a delicate question about Uh-oh. advocacy. Uh-oh And we'll see what happens. Uh-oh. okay. So with this upcoming election, oh boy, is there anything breast cancer related that is in jeopardy with any legislation that may be on the table or maybe teetering due to uh, waiting to see what the outcome of the election is going to be?
1: I would say the biggest thing is Medicare. Okay. Um, that That's huge. Um, because even though uh, many of our patients aren't necessarily in your typical Medicare age range, mm-hmm. when you go on disability, Medicare becomes your insurance. Okay. And so if Medicare is gutted, there are going to be so many patients who are underserved and I don't I don't like using you know all of these buzzwords, but mm. that's what it is. Who are underserved, neglected, and overlooked? Who are going to suffer and die? They will die because they won't have access to the necessary treatments or medications that they need.
0: Okay, and yeah. that's why the advocacy arm is so important. And Absolutely, coming up after um, in the next hour, we're we're going to have. Um, Sacramento sister circle talk about their voting guide. And so mm. I wanted to, it's really important, even if you're not super political, which I'm not super political. I do mm-hmm. kind of keep my eye on things, but it's important to know what, especially if there's a a, a legislation or something that's directly affecting you and yeah. your, the services that you need yeah. is that we bring awareness to that and help people to, you know, again, get that groundswell
1: Absolutely. of,
0: information and knowledge so that we can know we can be educated when we're doing voting or when we're voting for a particular person or you know bill or a piece of legislation or proposition or whatever Mm -hmm. it is and so that's why I wanted to ask that question because I know there are so many things bubbling up right now
1: absolutely you know
0: it was it's important to focus on the things that are important to us
1: yeah and you know that's on the national level and on the local level I mean California, we are in a we're in a semi-good spot with mm-hmm. you know with with how Governor Newsom is is moving mm-hmm. um, and acknowledging uh, black folks and black women in particular. So I'm not saying we're plush, sure, but I'm saying we're moving in a positive direction. So um, folks got to get out there and vote. Mm-hmm. Like your life depends on it because it does. Yeah. And if you aren't, you know, if you happen to not be um, uh, thinking that you might need Medicare, what about your mom or your dad or your grandma or your grandpa? Mm-hmm. Because trust me, our people cannot afford co pays.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Kaiser makes it easier because i think kaiser patients do that you know five ten dollars but that's not if you're not a kaiser patient then what
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so people have got to vote it is critical that you get out there and vote
2: yeah
0: yeah good wise words thank you so much for that yeah reverend tammy our time is just about up. What? Our time? I, I know. Time flies <laughs> when you're having fun and you're talking to really cool wow. people. Wow! Wow! wow. I want to ask, and I want to make sure we get this word out: is how can we support Carrie's Touch? First of all, you got on this dope shirt. <laughs> The pink kit, the the Carrie's Touch shirt you got on, the Ebony London earrings, which yes. I have those. Thank you very yes. much. I will be rocking yes. them uh, next <laughs> all all this month. Um, but how can we support? I, yeah. And I understand that people's wallets are probably strained. But those that can support, and and you don't have to necessarily support with money either. So let me just put that out there. Right. But mm-hmm. how can we support Carrie's Touch?
1: Right. Um, You know, you're right. People's wallets are strained. And I I always use this particular uh, supporter as an example. She donates ten dollars a month and she has donated ten dollars a month for the past five years. Every dollar counts. Every dollar counts. Her ten dollars a month over the course of the year can pay a survivor's phone bill. Mm. We've got some survivors who don't have extra money. So paying for a cell phone or paying for internet service is a luxury that they don't get.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've got survivors that we say, hey, we've got to be connected to you. We will pay your phone bill. So every dollar counts. And yes, you know, it's a little bit easier to manage volunteers when you're doing live events. And so in the midst of COVID, we don't have a large need mm-hmm. for for volunteers to, to manage live events, but you can make phone calls for us. We call our survivors and we check in on them. You know, how are you doing? What do you need? How can we pray for you? Mm -hmm. So you you can make phone calls for us. You Mm -hmm. can write letters. Okay. They could help us deliver flowers. We're still trying to figure out how we're going to get those flowers out. Uh, you know, this month, um, while we're on this tour Mm -hmm. because part of our tour is giving, Fly, survivors their flowers while they're living. Mm-hmm. We don't send flowers to funerals, ever. Mm. We only give them to the living. I like that. Yeah. So those are ways. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then is your merch for sale? Oh, like, it what? is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. She's
1: like, well, <laughs> someone's wanted. let's talk real quick about this t-shirt. <laughs> we try so hard to sell t-shirts. People say they don't want to spend $20 on the t-shirt. What? I'm like, Right, I'm like, well, if we sell them for ten, we lose money. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? But yes, that. Um, are they still on the website? I think we're doing a different process, but we do have merch on the website as well. I don't know about this one for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know. I, I have to check in on this before I make okay. you a promise to get you one. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> and I'll pay because I, I want to support. I'll uh, pay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's it's no problem. We probably have them in a box somewhere because people don't want to buy them. It's dope. I, I, we thought so. And does the
0: butterfly come with it? The little no. butterfly? Oh, okay. Oh, that's your so own thank thing. Thank
1: you say, for saying that. So um, <laughs> um, my butterfly is in memory of my sister and my mm. co-founder of Carrie's Touch, who transitioned about seven years. And a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And at Carrie's Touch, we don't say that people die. We say they pass their torch and we carry on their legacy. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm navigating through this breast cancer awareness season, mm-hmm. I carry her with me on my shoulder to That's remind awesome. me and to and encourage me. So, no, the pen doesn't come with it, but that's a great idea.
0: That's really super cute. A <laughs> butterfly it's, on your shoulder.
1: Right? Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, to my sister, Lynn. Aww. Mm-hmm.
0: Rest on, Miss Lynn. Yeah. Oh, I, I always love having you in the studio. Oh, I
1: love you, too. Yes. I can't believe our time is up. Our time see, There's nothing is... else to talk about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Family, if you want to support Carrie's Touch, again, you can even support by attending the trivia night. You know, oh, just doing yeah. things like that. So make sure you join or yeah. follow them on social media at Carrie's Touch. C-A-R-R-I-E-S, Touch. Okay, so follow them on social media. Yeah, Get up to speed on what they're doing. Join the trivia night. Or um, cooking. or Oh, and the cooking, the yeah, third trivia, Saturday of yeah, the
1: month. Yeah, trivia is the first Friday of every month unless it's the holiday. Mm-hmm. And then um, cooking is the third Saturday. Yes. Yeah.
0: And y'all be cooking up some good food,
1: girl. Last month we did a uh, fried, uh, oven-fried catfish, mm. uh, uh, greens, mm. and uh, some homemade cornbread. Mm. We were throwing down.
0: <laughs> and so that's open to anyone.
1: That is open to anyone. There's no charge. All you have to do is register. Uh, typically, the registration is on Eventbrite. So if you're not on Any of the social media outlets, just look us up on Eventbrite, and it's Carrie's Touch. We've done financial uh, workshops as well. And, you know, as we're leaving here, I'll just say this. Uh, uh, Us black folks, we drive the economy. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to how to manage our money and learning about wealth, we run and don't want to have any parts of that conversation. Mm -hmm. We had two amazing financial strategists that were on talking to us about how to still save and make money Mm -hmm. in the midst of COVID Mm -hmm. and how to maximize your your dollars so that you can uh, come out at the end of the month Not sweating so hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I know one of those was friend to the show, uh, Anita Johnson. Yes, it was. Yes, Mm -hmm. she is phenomenal. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's like, we know how to spend it, but are we saving it? And are we doing the right things with it? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, family, you can, you know, join or follow Carrie's Touch on social media so you can get info on all the events that they have going on. Uh, Again, the trivia night's the first Friday of every month, so you just missed Mm -hmm. that. But the cooking class. Oh, yeah. That's the one, the third Saturday. Is oh happening yeah, in just so a that's going to be
1: October. Oh man, yeah, third Saturday in October, we are going to be just giving away all kinds of prizes. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, we are. Y'all better not miss that cooking because we got all kinds of prizes up our sleeve. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, fam, and you'll get some education about and breast health and bone health.
1: Breast health and bone health. Yes. I love it. I love
0: it so much. And of course, I love you, Reverend Tammy. Thank you so much for I being love you. here. Thank it's always you. a
1: pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I will come anytime.
0: All right. That's how we're doing it, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. Again, shout out to my guests from the Sacramento Sister Circle and Bawapa for reviewing with us their 2020 Voter Guide. And also thank you to Reverend Tammy Denise. It's always a pleasure having her family. Make sure that you are doing your due diligence when it comes to research on voting and so that you are prepared when it comes time to go to the polls or to send in your mail in ballot no matter what family your vote does count that's how we're doing it today family make sure you join us next week for another installment of full circle meets lessons from the journey with my co-host Sean L. Brown we are continuing the series from underdog to hero to champion family you don't want to miss the conversations it's going to be another amazing episode so make sure you're tuning in next Saturday 10 a.m. until next family show love to everyone you meet and don't forget this episode drops on podcast on your favorite podcast platform this tuesday at noon so make sure you are subscribing so you don't miss an episode it is ms wanda's full circle radio on iheart radio apple podcast spotify google and more Make sure you subscribe and also follow the show on social media. It is Full Circle 975 on social media and join in the conversation. If you have anything you want to share, make sure you are emailing me at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. If there are story topics or ideas that you want to hear as well. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, email me at fullcircle975 to find out how you can be a sponsor of the show and get your business heard on the radio. All right. That's it.
1: Peace. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.